0: amen so um, so for tonight I thought about doing a mathematical test um, so I did see Suzanne at the back and I did see a couple accountants here so you go guys got to make sure that my maths is not too bad okay so let's take the number Nine. So if we say nine equals three plus x, what is x? Very simple, eh? Yeah. Those that did, you were wondering about it, it is six. So you can all agree agree with me that the three is constant. There it is, it's three. But X can be a variable. Now it's silence. That was I agree, maths. So, what has maths got to do with the Bible or Jesus or anything? I've got a, a scripture that I want to apply it to in Revelation 12. There it is. And they overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. So I'm going to take that scripture and I'm going to apply that mathematical equation to it. So let's take overcome and we call that 9 and we take the blood of the lamb and we call that 3 and we take their testimonies and we call that X okay you've got to listen carefully <laughs> so the blood of the lamb who agrees that the blood of the lamb is constant? Okay, So why is it constant? And I think a beautiful story in the Bible is in Exodus where it tells you about why is it constant. and It is when the Israelites are in captivity in Egypt and the Lord tells them they're going to have to take the blood of the lamb and cover their doorpost. Because an angel is going to come And the angel is going to bring death. But the houses that's got the blood over their doorpost will be covered. So the Israelites, what they did is, they took a lamb, they sacrificed it, they put the blood over the uh, the door top, and then they had to position themselves behind the door. So when the angel of death came, they were saved. You couldn't... Try to be clever and put the blood up and go visit your friend maybe he got the blood on as well but you couldn't do that if you were not found behind the door when that angel appeared that covering will not cover you so and that's such a beautiful picture then already about Jesus about his blood Covering us, So we can see in that passage that the blood of the Lamb is there to cover us, but it's not just to cover it. It only covers us if we position ourselves behind Him. Our testimony, unfortunately, sometimes varies. So, and why does it vary? That's the big question. Because our testimony should be what Jesus thinks of us, and what Je- not just thinks of us, but actually says of us. So if our testimonies day in and day out, represents what He is saying about us, six plus three is going to give you nine, and you will be overcoming. So that, that that's a simple maths test applied to the Scripture. And you go, great, but there's more to that than just a little maths test. Because unfortunately, we don't always overcome. And unfortunately, other translations say to uh, to be delivered, to to be, um, I've got the other one. But let's just stay with overcome. I know that some of you are sitting here going like, Manfred, there's a lot of stuff in my life that I am not overcoming at all. So what are you saying to me? I'm going to tell you a little bit about my life tonight, a little bit of my testimonies. And I'm going to show you how I choose to look at the father look at jesus and say okay that's how he sees me and then i'm going to live like that and i'm going to tell you some of my stories about where i didn't do that where, where unfortunately i varied and in mathematics we call it a variable in christianity we call it compromise so let's have a look at some of them are all still on the same track with yeah all good so i think for me when i got saved it was more or less there where lee was sitting uh april i think it was 2004 round about there i can't even remember the preach i just knew that i needed jesus and the altar call came and i said yes lord and i remember standing about there and cried my eyes out and Thank you Lord Jesus, I made that positioning place there and I accepted the Lord in my life. And, but there's a couple of things I did from the beginning that I, that I believe was quite good constants and didn't vary. And one of them was my identity in Christ before both me and my wife has always been very solid. I've never wavered away from that thing. Am I saved? Am I not saved? Do I need to try harder or try not? And there's always been a couple of quotes that I've always reminded myself, and in the one that says, To be a Christian is a standing, a legal position. It means to be a child of God. It's not meaning to try to be one. So that has always been one decision I've made. To say, that's where I am. doesn't matter what I don't understand about theology or what people say or what the church say or my circumstances say. That is what I stand on. Another one that I always kept to myself is, if you're a child of God, you don't lose your status, even if you have a bad week. Who has felt like you've lost your status after a bad week? Yes, Yeah. Come. let's be honest. Let's be honest. Who has felt that? Yep. We have. We all do. But I had to keep reminding myself that my status is not dependent on how bad my weakness. So those were good decisions in my early walk that I made, and I said, okay, I can stick with them. I've always said, like, I will not compromise on going to church on Sunday, meeting with friends on Wednesday, and fellowship. So those things, I've, it's almost been a decision that I've made that I actually never question. I just, man, I just want to have, I just want to hang out with the people. So those have been really, really things that I just said, I'm not going to compromise on those things. So I've always loved coming to church, although sometimes I don't feel like coming to church, I always enjoyed it after the Lord has spoken to me 10 or 15 minutes of being here. Yeah. Things that I, I made a decision earlier on was to find out more about God. I wasn't naive to think like, man, you know, this is an, an easy road, but I actually a lot of time I studied the word I studied certain topics and everything so I really made effort to study and learn more about who God is one last thing is is I trusted the leadership. I still trust the leadership even when it's difficult so those have been really good choices that I've made And I can honestly say they have helped me tremendously. And by choosing that, I was able to overcome a lot of things in my life. But there's a couple of things that I didn't choose well. I can be honest. I remember in just getting saved, me and my wife then was dating, just getting saved, and... We were attending church but we were not we were dating and but we didn't have a pure relationship before we got saved but now we got saved and now we say like listen we're going to do this the right way and we are not going to compromise but unfortunately we did very bad decision i can promise you the consequences for that decision was not easy to handle and wasn't easy to deal with and get breakthrough with. I've made really bad decisions in my workplace. I remember in the early days of 20 and 30s, man, I would work at like four jobs a, in, a, in a year. I would just change and change and never could settle and then it's this issue, and then it's that issue, and out of that spring, making bad decisions financially, and that just got me into more problems and more bad decisions, and you go like Fred, but you've always, you've always, but you said earlier on that you, you listen to your, your, your leadership. Listen, we generally listen to the leadership where it's, sometimes easy But when it becomes very difficult We tend to Compromise Uh, We don't we're not six anymore. We are like X equals I don't know we, we we change that thing varies the whole time You are six in the morning by the evening. You are 44 but you think that you're going to overcome by the end of the evening. And you're not. There was a part of my character that was quite dogmatic or or black and white. It was that or nothing else. So grey wasn't really a colour in my palette that I paint with. And that was a very difficult one for me to to choose gray because somebody that's really black and white it's not difficult to choose black and white because it just comes naturally but when you have to choose gray and you don't agree sometimes about that gray color so i didn't really choose gray well as growing up as a christian in church Like I said, financially I made some really bad decisions. My wife can vouch for that. Man, I, I was the king of debt. I knew exactly how to spend money well. And I would make really bad decisions, sometimes thinking that I'm making a good decision, sometimes thinking that I'm even doing this for the kingdom. But I made a bad decision bad decisions by not really seeking proper counseling, thinking that I'm right, sometimes not even seeking counsel at all, because sometimes I know that I'm making the wrong decision. I think one of the things most recently where I felt the Lord has been challenging me on is is that how do I present myself to my friends in the world out there. You know, as you grow as a Christian, God starts dealing with things. So, A lot of them I'm not struggling or I have overcome completely. And those are not issues anymore for me. And I can say, man, I'm free in uh, making bad decisions work-wise. And i can free in finances. And I'm free in, in being black. I'm free. I'm overcome. But there's always things that God is going to challenge you on. and i I realized that sometimes the way that i'm with my friends is sometimes less i don't have enough empathy with them sometimes the way that i would approach people be maybe a little bit too abrasive and that thing is where i've i realized that i Man, I'm not overcoming with that. I'm still the variable. I'm still compromising. And I, a big test has come my way this week. And I realized that it was a test when I'd, the test didn't go away. So I've got a, a fiber line to my house and it's started giving problems around about the 10th of January. And I've been in communication with Vodacom ever since. The problem hasn't been fixed. It is the, I don't even know what the date today is, 22. And I remember I had a choice in how do I handle this situation. You can ask my wife. Every single time I'm on the phone with them, I speak politely, I treat them well. And I'm not doing this because they are going to fix my problem. Because my conduct is not going to fix the problem. Somebody, Some technician is going to fix it. I'm not going to fix it. But my conduct is what Jesus thinks of me and what Jesus says of me. So I've seen some guys, you know, they would quickly get angry about that thing, and that thing will consume them. And some people even go on social media, even Hello Peter, about how bad the service are. And the reason I'm doing it is not because I don't want to be a spiteful person. The reason I'm not doing it is because the Father doesn't see me that way. Because he says, no, but you are you are, you are you're like me. I live inside of you. So if I'm slow to anger, you've got to be slow to anger. If I'm abounding in love, you've got to be abounding in love. If I forgive, how many times? I usually stop here by 44, then it gets... yeah. So that's who you are. So I know for a fact that I am not the only one that's got a couple of variables. I know that. Because none of us are immune to compromise. Here's the problem with compromise. Me and my boy, we went fishing yesterday. And I'll tell you the problem, let me tell you this story. We went fishing yesterday, and we caught a couple of elf, and I was thinking, okay, I'm going to take this elf home. I'm going to clean it up, because I am want to taste that elf taste. I'm not a big fish eater, but I'm going to try this out. So you've got to keep it on ice, and there's a whole process, and cleaning and filleting it, and... But the fish has got a real fishy smell. More than other fish that I've eaten. So, and it's not that I'm not used to this. I'm quite used to catching fish. I clean the fish, everything, and afterwards, I, you know, when you've washed your hands and you're having a glass of cool drink and you yeah you know, like, let me go wash my hands again and, it doesn't matter what you use that smell is there so every so you go okay now that, that's it in the garage hand cleaner with sunlight soap handy Andy with fr- sugar and you put the sugar in to get grit with it so you you scrub there and then there's this like eventually you go okay that's that's fine Who here has been on a commercial fishing boat before? Is Andy Andy going to help? Uncle Alan, is Andy Andy going to help? Uncle Alan knows exactly what I'm talking about. You see, that boat hasn't been washed, a commercial boat, for probably since the day it was bought. The people that's on it have come accustomed to that smell. I can guarantee you I am not accustomed to a commercial fishing boat smell. The smell really triggers quite... ...refluxes, (laughs) if you have to say it like that. It is the worst smell that you can ever smell in your life. So, it's not drinking, it's there. It doesn't go away. But these guys would fish in that conditions condition. It doesn't exist. It's because they have compromised by cleaning that boat so many times they don't really care anymore. The problem is, is you... you in the fishing industry, you never buy a commercial boat that's second hand. You just burn it, <laughs> if you want to use it for recreational use. <laughs> it's, it's got no value. But if I didn't wash my hands and I just said, "Ah, you know what, I'll just live with the smell. I'll get used to it after 10 minutes. then I'm going to not just compromise about how my hands smell. I'm going to start compromising a whole lot about other things as well. And for some of us, and I think all of us, it's small little things, small little things. I know that I've compromised on the way I raise my children. Sometimes I give them just too much. Because I didn't grow up with much, I'm going to think,, okay, I'm going to bless them, you know?. But am I a good father? Yeah, I've got a business that I run. How am I running that business? Am I compromising when I put expense claims in, or I put perk taxes in, or I put any of those things in? Am I true to myself for what I write there? Yeah. The way I spend my money. On who I spend my money. We generally start with ourselves first. Yeah. The way that I treat other people. Do I compromise with that? You see you might not overcome. And you've positioned yourself behind the Father. And maybe you haven't compromised and life is still difficult. And let me tell you, stay in that position. Don't compromise. Because that test will test you to see if you can compromise see difficult life does not go away if you position yourself behind the father and you don't compromise the angel of death still appeared at those people's doors that evening that's why i say is you can't leave you can't leave you will still come difficult times will still come trials and tribulations will still come Death in a family will come. Retrenchment will come. Complications with your kids, your spouse, your f- It will come. But there's two things you cannot compromise on. is where you position yourself and the variability of your testimony. So if the father says you're a son and a daughter, then believe that and live like that. If the son says that you are free from addictions, then live like that. If the the father says, but you're not like this, you're not that person. You know, some school teacher told you that you're useless, you're not going to make it in your life. But the father says, but you are. Don't think that that memory is never going to come in your head again. Don't think that that temptation is gone forever. It will come. But it's how do you respond? When we sang a song earlier. And um, when we sang it, I, I felt the Lord say this to me. There was just a verse in the song that says, I give my life to be a sacrifice. And a lot of us find ourselves in this Christian walk where it is a big sacrifice. It just feels like you're on the altar every day of your life. But let me tell you something. This is what I felt the Lord said to me. I was the first and the last sacrifice. It doesn't have to be any more sacrifices. All that I require is obedience. That's all. So if you choose yes, then that's what you do. If you say no, that is what you do. Obedience. Let me tell you if you want to overcome, find yourself behind the Father, make sure you don't compromise. And how you make sure you don't compromise is you just be obedient. What I love about that scripture is, is it says that they overcome. And it means that it, they, they accomplished it. It is not a, it's not, a, it's not a war that maybe you lose it. It is going to be a battle, but you will be victorious. And that's the thing that I want to want to encourage you guys tonight. I said no, no. Let's go a little bit more deeper. We sang a song, and we repeated the lyrics the whole time, just one look, and everything changes. It's quite difficult to sing if nothing's going to change on Monday. You know? We sometimes sing songs, and at the moment, it sounds perfectly amazing but when reality comes we, forg- we almost like the picture that we saw of him that, that, that one look it's almost like those of you wearing glasses and I realized earlier on I was looking at my watch I was going like, I'm going to need a pair soon because I'm it's getting rough here if you got, let's say, for example, a, a plus two glasses and you take them off, good luck. You're not seeing anything. And it's sometimes in our lives, it's like that. It's plus two on Monday morning because that change is not happening. And I tell you what, sometimes you are probably not going to see the Father, but you're still going to have to be obedient. Sometimes you're not going to experience His presence or His intimacy or His nearness or His word, but you still have to be obedient. Obedience is not based on how close the Father to you is. So, I wanna I wanna I wanna put a, a request out to three groups of people here tonight. There might be some people here that is never asked for the blood of the Lamb to cover yourself. Never. So you are not standing behind a door that is covered. And for you to overcome is, I'll be honest with you, is impossible. Because the constant isn't there. And you can try as hard as you can by being a good person, about doing those things right and those things right. If there's no constant in your life that paid the price for the blood, you'll not overcome the second group is, maybe you went to go visit your friend and, uh, uh, when the covering is on the house. So what I'm really saying is, is you are not you have, you, your position behind the father is, is not so, so lacquer. Am I a Christian? Am I not a Christian? Today I feel like one. Tomorrow I'm not. I want to challenge you to, to, to uh, this is the request I want to do, is this get behind the Father. Get behind that covering. Position yourself there. And then this third group of people that I want to request is, God just wants obedience, and obedience Doing it a lot of times, over and over and and over, we become consistent. Meaning that you're going to have to say, yes, Lord, I'm going to do this every single day of your life. It's not on Wednesday, it's not on a Sunday, it's not when somebody comes to you for an evening and maybe say something to you. It's going to have to happen every single day, sometimes 40 times a day. how many times it will require to overcome. And what do we overcome? We overcome the accuser. We overcome temptation. We do not overcome an idea that it's gonna just go well. We overcome the reality that we're living for a world much bigger than this. I just always remind myself that this life is short. And it's going to be over. So why not just I overcome it? Why, just, why don't I just give it my everything? You know, this is not a. You know, when you look at, uh, watch the uh, Olympics, and the, uh, who who is watched the Olympics? And then they go, like, okay, the the the, what's it the, marathon. Nobody watches that. It's boring. It's like three hours or whatever, of the program. You just nobody watches. Nobody. You watch the highlights of the guy. Just that's it some ethiopian what one who watches the 100 meters well, well that's our lives people that is, that's how quick it is that is how quick this life is going to be yes paul writes this is a race but it happens quickly you've got to make decisions quickly if you hesitate we always say <laughs> when you're driving hesitation is a killer Don't hesitate. If the Father speaks to you, respond. If you know what the truth is, respond. Be obedient. For this year, I really feel like we have to be on a mission to overcome. If there's one thing that you say to yourself, that thing, that thing, that thing, I'm going to overcome this year. While we were worshipping, I was almost thinking like, I want to put this challenge out to you. Go home, write the things down. Say these things. I want to have victory in my life. in. I want to. And then go out. And go do it. Don't play around with these things. Don't. Because it, it, it's, it, it is not a... It's not a monopoly game. These things are life-changing. It really impacts your life when you're obedient. So many years ago I made that decision. I want to th- I want to ask that first group of people. If you think here, if you sit here and you go like, you know what, I maybe firstly need to position myself behind the father. I've never positioned myself. I've never given my life to him. And I need to start there. If that's you, and you feel like, man, that, that is me. I can feel it, I know it. If that's you, I just want you to put up your hand. Say, that's me. Second group. Who he is, haven't positioned himself well behind the father. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. In my 19 years in church, my first 10, I positioned myself wrongly behind the Father. So there's no shame in that. But if that's you, it's a quick decision of saying, Father, I'm sorry. I repent and I'm standing here right behind you now. I want that covering. If that's you, maybe just stand. And for the last group. If there's you that's sitting here and going like, man, that variable is quite, con- <laughs> it's, a, it's a big number. That is compromised. And tonight you're saying, you know what? I'm going to make every effort to get that smell off my hands. I'm going to make every effort to get rid of this thing. If that's you, I want you to stand as well. Thank you.
1: Yeah, so um, just as Fred has shared with us, um, Bobby, if you could strum, that would be awesome. Um, There were two words that came up, and I've just been holding them because I knew there was a time that they were for tonight. The one was about some people who have given their life to the Lord, and they're looking at it, and they're going, is this all it's about? This is a struggle. This is not, is this what I signed up for? And you're starting to regret but actually God never changes maybe you've shifted your position and so if that's you um, we're, we're longing to pray for you come we'd love to encourage you the other was a word about a well people looking at their well and all they see is sand at the bottom it's dry 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 and they're looking at it and going is this my life Where's the water? And it's a chance to come, put it right, speak to God, say, Lord, I've neglected, I've let the sand pile up in my well, the compromise that Fred was talking about. And we'd love to pray with you, encourage you, and just say, come, let's make a decision, clear out that sand that's just bogged this well up and made it dry and palatable. So, could the guys who are standing, could you come forward? Deeks, can I just uh, press your button, please? Could you guys come forward? Can... There, are, there are a team that would love to pray with you. Cool. All right. There we go. Okay. Guys, could I have someone with everyone, please? Thank you. And so you might be feeling awkward up here, it's only temporary. Remember what Fred spoke about the tiny little stubby bit, the 100 meter sprint. This is setting yourself up for the marathon.